everyone. I'm Brittany. And I'm Tiffany. And we're the Terror Girls. And welcome back to season three, episode something. Um, we are here with our friend, our former colleague, and maybe the fastest person we know. Uh, yeah. One of the fastest people yeah. that we know. <laughs> She's shaking her head. Um, Olivia McLean. She is a former Terra employee and former Lee tracking cross country runner. And we're going to catch up with her. Yeah. Welcome, Olivia. Thank you. We're excited to have you. Okay. So we start our episodes with what we call warm-up questions. So our warm-up questions this season, we like to change it up. First question. If you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Um, gosh, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if I like that much. Um, <laughs> Maybe tacos, but I know sometimes that can get rough on your stomach, especially as a runner. So, but I really like tacos and they're pretty versatile. You can change them up a little bit. So yeah, that's true. That's if, you, if you come up with something that you can then like customize, yeah. then you have a little variety in the rest of your life. You, some ve- you make it a veggie taco or, you know, add mm-hmm. a ton of cheese if you wanted. Yeah. And we'll talk more about this, but you're in a good place for tacos because um, Olivia yeah. moved to West Texas. So yep. do you eat tacos a lot now? Um, not a lot, but there's definitely a lot of taco places around. I need okay. to try out, but I feel like I haven't been here long enough to really immerse myself in the taco culture yet. <laughs> in the taco world of West Texas. Yeah. Maybe that's just like a stereotype. Like I think on cartoons of Texas, they eat tacos all the time. <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of taco places around. So, okay. Yeah. Second question, dogs or cats? Dogs for sure. Yeah. You're a dog person. Yeah. I Me like too. cats. Always dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. What shoe are you currently running in? Oh, okay. I just started a new pair this morning. Um, so the ones that I just ran in this morning are, I'm looking at them right now, but they're the Nike Invincible Run. Okay. Um, I think that's the name of them, but previous to now, so I can actually talk about like I like the ones because those I just started, but the ones I had previous to now were the ultra paradigms that uh-huh. I really, and the new balance more uh-huh. um, Billy cushion ones. And those are the two I've been running in for the past couple months. So nice. I like those. I have both of those shoes. They're great. Yeah. You guys had similar, had similar yeah. shoe tastes. Yeah. yeah. The cushion, I, I the- think that is a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay. Olivia, how would your friends describe you? Um, probably sometimes obnoxious, um, talkative, <laughs> uh, in the right setting, talkative, not at first, but, um, and I don't know, adventurous, maybe. Awesome. I love it. It's good. All right. Last warm up question. What is the coolest place that you've ever run? Um, probably well i don't know there's we had our national meet when we are at when i was at lee just this past december in seattle so just running in seattle we ran in like downtown and stuff um which was kind of crazy but also just fun because it's seattle um so that was cool but i would say a close second or first would also be um just in california we 
drove along the coast for like a week and stopped it. I don't even know the places, all the places that I ran, but along the coast was really pretty to run there. So. That's awesome. That sounds really cool. It does. Yeah. That's like, that reminds me of, you know, big, the big stir marathon uh-huh. it's like there on the coast. Yeah. Very cool. Awesome. Well, thanks Olivia. Now that we have gotten to know you better, a little bit better and warmed you up a bit. Um, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Where are you from? Where are you now? How did we meet you along the way in between where you're from and where you are now? Yeah. <laughs> Catch us up. Okay. So I'm originally from York, Pennsylvania. Um, and I moved to Tennessee in 2019 for school at Lee. And I've been on the cross country team and track team up until this past May when I graduated. Um, and then upon or after graduation, I decided to transfer to finish my master's or do my master's, my MBA at West Texas A&M University, which is where I'm at right now. Um, but in the middle along the way during my, I guess, after my junior year, um, it was up until then, I hadn't really thought about getting a job because running and doing a bunch of classes is just a lot. So I didn't really get a job except on breaks. And then after my junior year for my senior year, I was planning ahead and I was like, you know, I think I'm going to get a job. So, uh, the only thing that really interests me around the area that isn't like super businessy, I probably should have gotten like a good internship or something, but I really wanted to work at the running store downtown. Um, so I just kind of put myself out there and tried to, to apply and get a position there. And that worked out in my favor, which was perfect timing. Um, so yeah. And that's where I met you guys and then worked there for a year. And then I had to quit. Unfortunately, I would not have left if it wasn't for moving because I really love the job, but yeah. So well, we loved at. you. We loved having yeah. you on the team. And I think it was a great fit with your schedule at the time. And you had great expertise and, yeah. you know, you're a, you're a great runner. So our customers really appreciated getting your perspective. Yeah. Fun fact too. Um, I also am kind of from York, Pennsylvania, same County that Olivia is from. It's where my parents live now. Um, listeners, if you've heard my episode, you'll remember I'm kind of from Maryland slash Pennsylvania and York is right there on the Mason Dixon line. So fun little, fun little mm-hmm. but you didn't know each other, right? No, not at all. I feel like I might've, when I worked at Lee, um, I might've run into you as a student, but I, you know, I wasn't like, Oh yeah, Olivia McLean. I know her. <laughs> we go way back. Yeah. Yeah. Not at all. Okay. Well, can you tell us a little bit then about kind of how running became a part of your life? Like, how did you start running? Do you ever play any other sports? Yeah. Like what drew you to running? Where, how does that fit into your story? Um, so it was kind of in the family, I would say is what drew me to it originally. Um, I definitely played other sports along the way. I played like just when I was younger, honestly, mostly like elementary, middle school, but um, softball and soccer, just like the classics. The most recent sport that I played other than running was basketball up until like I played from like elementary school until uh, until right up until high school. Um, So, yeah, that didn't. I I've been doing running for just running for a long time. Um, so I've been focusing on that for a while now, but I got into it probably pretty young because my sister who's a year older than me, um, we kind of started together and my dad was a runner in high school and our aunt was really good and she ran in college and stuff. So she was well known in the area. Um, and so it was just kind of in the family. Some of my cousins ran and stuff and they're older. So when it was like, finally, a proper age for me and my sister to run a few road races here and there. We just did it for fun. Um, and then when 
middle school world around like seventh and eighth grade, we joined the track team. Um, not really with any expectations that I remember just to like do it. Cause we thought running was cool. Um, and then it just kind of evolved from there. That's great. Um, so now you are a college athlete. And so can you tell us about that? What's it like? And yeah, what do you like about it? Are there some challenges? Um, I have loved being on a college team. I would recommend it to anyone, um, especially if you're like, obviously at that level and you're considering doing it. It's an amazing experience. And especially from the running world, I don't know. I feel like just the running community has such a good impact on people's lives. So being on a team, like on a running team has been, uh, um, like really amazing. It's been like a family all four years that I was at Lee. And, um, even before then, just with people that I ran with in high school and stuff. So, um, yeah. And some challenges, the, like one thing that I run into, <laughs> which is a good and bad thing, but like, I get so close to the girls on my team, um, that I just want to be around them all the time. And the thing that I've run into the most probably over the past, like five, 10 years of running in high school and stuff is just like finding friends outside of that. Um, because I get so immersed in the running and I'm around these people like every day I live with them and stuff. So it's definitely been a challenge to like break outside of that and like spend time outside of it too. Cause it's like, you don't really have much time when you're in college and on a team. Um, so it's definitely been a challenge to do that, but it's, it's really rewarding too. So I would never take it back. That's awesome. I always admire anyone that's a college athlete because you have so much going on um, with your studies as well as like performing as best as you can in the the given sport. So um, kudos to you. I'm curious now that, I mean, you're a grad student, you're still running, you know, as a NCAA athlete. Has that looked different now that you're a grad student or really it's kind of just similar? It's just your studies are different. Yeah. Um, it's not much different because like practice times are the same and all that stuff. Um, for the most part, being on a new team is like, there's some differences, but, um, the only difference is I don't have class during the day now. <laughs> um, so I'm able to like, I mean, do homework and stuff, look for a job probably, but just relax a little bit. So I'm excited to have time to like, let my body relax and recover during the day instead of, uh, like running, 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 going to class all day, coming back for practice, like coming, going home, doing homework, making dinner, and then like having to go to bed right away. Like it's, I'm excited to have some time to rest in between. Um, cause doing undergrad and running, I didn't really have that much time. So yeah. yeah. And you had a job. Let's yeah. not, let's not forget that. I <laughs> worked at Tara running. <laughs> yeah. too, And you were great at it. Yeah. <laughs> so what is your favorite event to compete in? You do track and cross country, and then you did some distance events in track. Um, what's your favorite event? Um, that's hard because I feel like I just want to say my favorite event is the one that I'm best at, even though it's like the most painful. Um, so I don't know if my favorite, but if I'm going to go off of like what my instinct, I would probably say the 10 K, but it is like one of the most painful races because it's so long. Um, but I think that's like my sweet spot in running from what I've discovered so far. So I would probably say that's my favorite because it, it is very rewarding at the end. And when you're doing good, obviously it's fun. Yeah. Um, so, and that's a, for our listeners, a 10 K on the track, right? Um, yes. how many laps is that? Uh, I think it's 25. Oh my 25. Do you keep track of the laps in your head when you're running it, when I, you're racing it? It's, I try not to, because then it's like a mental game at that point. You have like a lap counter 
And if there's a lot of girls in the race, obviously it gets confusing because girls like lap each other and there's just a lot. Um, so normally they have like a person from each team count like their individual athletes. But I try not to count the laps because it is like one, two, like, you know, you have 20, you know, you have 17 left, you know, you have 10 left and you're like, yeah. that's a lot of laps. So you don't want to think about it if you can. Yeah. Oh man, that stresses me out. So uh, listeners, if you didn't know, Brittany and I also sometimes record videos. We don't do it as much as we used to, <laughs> um, but there is an episode where we, we race each other and Olivia takes us on the least track and films us trying to like run just a mile, right? We ran a mile. Yeah, we ran a mile. So how fast can we run a mile and who's going to win? And that's what? Four? Four, four laps? laps? Just four. Just four. Mm-hmm. We struggle and we were sore we it was like in the i don't know it was kind of cool out maybe it was in the fall we coughed both of us like we had to go back to the coffee shop and like get like uh, apple cider because i could not stop coughing from like sucking in cold air for i mean what lasted seven minutes for us (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah i saw um we're just deviating now into like run culture, but you know, there was just what the world championships mm-hmm. and I saw a video of sprint sprinter, right? Shakari mm-hmm. Richardson. Yeah. And yeah. she doesn't breathe through her mouth at all, you know, mm-hmm. all through the nose, just normal, you know, she's mm-hmm. going just world record fast, just all through the nose. Mm-hmm. So it reminds me of how bad our form is. Yeah. We were coughing so much because we were just, I think we were doing it there. wrong. I yeah. So. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> we did our best. Do you have a least favorite event? So if the 10K, you know, maybe it's like, it's painful, but you're good at it. What's your like, oh, I don't want to do this one. Um, One that I actually will do, obviously anything like short would be awful. So I don't do sprints, but like one that I would actually probably be forced to do sometimes that I hate is a 1500, just because it's like basically the mile, like miles 1600 and the outdoor track they do a 1500 so it's 100 meters less than a mile I don't really know why they do that um but it is like an all-out sprint for five minutes and it's my body is not normally ready for that after running for 35 minute a 35 minute race or a 20 minute race or something so that's my least favorite my arms hurt very bad it's like it's the weirdest feeling it's terrible but thinking about it (laughs) saying your experiences it looked like the the dry throat we call it track hack and that's kind of a weird like middle distance event you know it's not a distance distance event but you're having to push yourself hard exactly. yes like it's not <laughs> two minutes and you're done no. mm-hmm. it's long and fast though too Terror Girls is brought to you by the Cleveland Half Marathon and 5K, October 21st, 2023 in downtown Cleveland. Learn more and register at clevelandhalf.com. So tell us uh, what it's like running in Texas versus East Tennessee. So now you've kind of, I would say competitively run in Eastern PA, East Tennessee, and now you're in, seems like a completely different climate. What's it like? Yeah. Um, I was really worried coming here, to be honest, because my body, especially growing up in Pennsylvania, I know my body doesn't do well with like the heat. Like I like the colder stuff better. I, I take like 30 degrees over 90 degrees like any day. Um, but I feel like that's changed a little bit, like my perspective being here, because in Tennessee, it's 
as you guys know, humid like all the time, especially in like August when we're starting cross country season and stuff. Um, so my experience there has always just been like, when it's hot, it's always humid. Like it's never not humid. Like I'm sweating so bad and it like gives me headaches and I lose so much like water in my body and it's, it slows you down and stuff. So it's, it's, it's hard, but here it's, it can be 95. It's normally between 95 and hundred degrees every day, um, at like 3 PM. And sometimes we have afternoon practices and, it's definitely hot, but it's a much different kind of hot. Like it's, you can feel like the sun burning your skin a little bit, but it's, it's doable. It's not humid. And like in the mornings, we normally have been running in the mornings. And even though it gets to a hundred every day, it's 65 in the morning. And mm-hmm. like this morning, it was like chilly. Like I had a t-shirt on and shorts and I was like, before we started running, I was a little bit cold. Um, Cause there's like no humidity. So it's, it's cool. It's nice. I really like it, but I wouldn't prefer running in the heat. Our first race we just had uh, last weekend and it, we ran at 6.30 p.m., but we were four hours south of here. So it was even um, um, a little bit hotter and we're at elevation here a little bit. So the that works in our favor sometimes. And we were not at elevation there and it was 100 degrees at 6.30 p.m. And we ran a race and that was awful. I would not recommend doing that. But <laughs> running in the mornings here is a lot different than running in the mornings in Tennessee. It's much less humid, a little bit more doable for my body, but yeah, that's fair. The humidity really does a number on you. I mean, like you said, yeah. you just lose so much like fluid. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm curious, what's the elevation there? It's 3,500 feet. So okay. nothing crazy, but enough to like, where yeah. I, when I first got here, my first run, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm really out of breath. And it took yep. a couple of days after that. I don't notice it anymore, but it's like a happy medium between like the extreme 7,000 and nothing. Um, so, and in track it counts towards like, um, you get like, because you're at elevation, you get time taken off of your time. Like, let's say for a a 5k, um, if you're running like 18 minutes, because you're at 3,500 feet, you'll get 20, 20 or so seconds taken off your time to like, to convert to like sea level altitude. Um, so that's nice. So if we run races here, I'll get some time like cut off because it's harder here to run than it is at sea level. So that's awesome. I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's so interesting. Did, did you get any time taken off for our 800 feet when you ran here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, personally, I don't, <laughs> we're, we are at basically at sea level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, so have you seen anything cool or different running out there? Like, is the landscape different? You know, here it's lots of trees, lots of humidity. We do have some mountains. Um, you know, what's it look like? What's a run look like for you? Um, when we're out on the dirt roads, it's, it's always barren, especially in this area. We don't live in a big city. So when we get out past like the neighborhoods basically that's what this area consists of so once we get out past that it's like nothing it's like fields and I would say like pastures because they have like these thin wire fences around all the all the fields and they have cows in them but it's like a couple hundred acres of a pasture so it's nothing like a small little like cow pasture and there's a lot of cows and stuff and horses so that's sometimes fun because they'll like come up along the fence where you're running on the road but um definitely flatter when you look out you can see like a couple miles away um you can see like to the horizon so every morning we get up and we see the sunrise which is really pretty um because there's nothing blocking it (laughs) um but and dry everything's 
very dry dirt everywhere um but yeah so definitely different not as green miss the greenery sometimes but mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I do like the dirt roads though that's cool I love riding my bike um up past the cows I always say hi to cows and I love finding the babies and looking at all the colors of cows like there yes a couple of days ago I saw a pasture with brown white and black cows in it so that was pretty exciting yeah I I also saw that you have seen some rattlesnakes on your run. Yeah. The one, the one that I've seen myself was dead, thankfully, but it was like coiled up in the, on the road, right in front of us. We had to like run around it. I was still not about to step near it, but, uh, the one day we were running and there was, there's always like grass right along the sides of the road, kind of like, it's like dry grass. So it's like a foot tall. Um, Mm -hmm. but so stuff can hide in it. And the one day we were running and I was with like two other girls and there was like, there's like these bugs that rattle. And when they're in the grass, like they really make a noise. And so I thought it was like a bug, but it was really, really loud. And the girl beside me who has been here, she's like, oh my gosh, it's a rattlesnake. Like, so she like jumped over. Cause like, she wasn't sure if it was going to come out of the grass and we were like three feet from the grass. So she saw it, but I did not see it. I don't know if I want to see it. So no, that's horrifying. <laughs> oh my gosh. When you have to be afraid of snakes on road rot runs, that's tough. You know, like I always keep my eye out for snakes on trail runs. Yep. And then all of a sudden, all the, all of the roots start to look like snakes, mm-hmm. but on road runs. Yeah. 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 That's true. That's tough. I love how Texas that all sounded. Oh there, yeah. There are cows, there are pastures, <laughs> it's dry and there's rattlesnakes. And she likes tacos. <laughs> it yeah, is like the cartoons. <laughs> okay. So I'm curious, um, what does a typical week of training look like for you? Um, as a college athlete, like, you know, give us, give us a typical week. Okay. Yeah. So I guess our week normally starts on like a Monday. Sunday's normally like the cap to our week, which is a long run. But so start on a Monday and um we almost always have a double on Monday. So like seven and three. Like we do the longer in the morning because it's cooler. Um and then we'll do some like drills and stuff. Um just like anything between stretching and um I don't even know how to describe some of the stuff. It's like mobility, like for Mm -hmm. your glutes and your hips, um, some like for abs or like your quads and stuff. Um, So it's kind of like strengthening, but also like stretching a little bit. Um, So we do that on Monday. And then Tuesday is always a workout. Um, So one run that day we'll normally do in the morning. Um, And then Wednesday, today is like our medium long run day. So um, we had like 10 miles this morning because it's like, not quite a long run, like 12 or 11 miles, but it's not like a normal day of like seven. Um, and then Thursday is a bit of an easier day. So a little bit less mileage. And then Friday is our second workout of the week. Um, and Saturday is our like off day, even though we almost always will run like three miles or four miles or so. Um, and then Sunday's our long run day. So anywhere between like 10 to 12 miles, or it's normally 11 or 12, but yeah. yeah. When you say workout, what do you mean? Are you like in the gym lifting weights? Or are you sprinting? Like, what does that mean? Um, so normally it is like intervals of, of some sort. Sometimes it's based on time. So like, sometimes we'll do like 10 minutes and rest and 10 minutes and rest and like five minutes or, or something like that. Like a chunk. Normally it's around like 
five to seven miles of hard work and then we'll do like a warm-up and a cool down and total for the day is normally around 10 so like warm up and cool down based around how much you're going to be running for like the actual workout um but yeah the actual workout can be anything from like um like 1k reps like a thousand meters so like two and a half laps on the track you'll do like one rep and then you'll rest for like a minute or two and then another rep so we'll do anywhere up to like eight or nine of those um or it changes every week no week is ever the same so it's sometimes it's based on time like i said you can do like a 10 minute 10 minute with rest in between um sometimes it's like mile repeats or sometimes it's shorter like 400s or something so yeah it depends on the day um whatever my coach is feeling i guess (laughs) yeah no that's helpful and listeners, yeah. you know, if you're wanting to mix up your running, you don't need to, you know, have a NCAA workout, but mm-hmm. you could go, go do some, you know, yeah. mix it up, do some speed. Like, like Olivia was saying, t- you could do time, you could do mm-hmm. some distance. You just, you yeah. Know, yeah. I feel like speed intervals are something that is easy to, if you're just kind of working out on your own or a runner for fun, it's easy to skip over those, mm-hmm. but take it from Olivia that's where you get faster. That's what, that's the secret. I think she just gave us the secret to speed. Yeah, it is faster for sure. And works to yeah. her muscles. So helps yeah. prevent injuries as well. Strengthens. So you have been running in college for, this will be your fifth year. Um, and so what do you, when you think back on your running career, whether it's high school, college, um, at Lee or at your new school, what is a standout moment for you? What's something that you will never forget? Um, that's a good question. Um, I've always loved going to nationals with the cross country team. Um, I've gone, Lee has made it, Lee made it every year that I was there, except the one year that we were in COVID because it didn't happen that year, obviously. Um, so I went three times, which was every time was so exciting. Um, the first year, my freshman year, we went to Sacramento, California. So that alone was really fun coming in as a freshman, like four months into school. I'm like, this is awesome. Like I'm going to California with my friends. Like I like our team is good. Like this is so fun. Um, so that was just like, I think just cause I was, it was new. Everything was really fun. Um, that was just a great experience and it was California. It was really pretty there too. Um, and we got to like go to the golden gate bridge and stuff during that trip. So that was really fun. But, um, one like race moment that I think always stands out to me when I think about like best moments is, um, I had a, I ran a 10 K my junior year, I think it was. So like not this past year, but the year before that. And it's, it's the PR that I still have in the 10 K and it wasn't like, it wasn't like I won nationals or like, I didn't even make it to nationals that year. I thought I was going to at that time, but I ended up not, but it was just like the race. I, I cut off like 40 seconds in one race. Um, and it was at our home track and my parents were there and they don't like, they don't get to come to many races cause they're all very far away from home. Um, but they were there and I was not expecting to do that well. Um, and <laughs> another thing that happened in that race that like, hadn't happened for most of my life was I beat one of my sister's times um and she had like graduated so I knew she was never going to beat the time again because she's a year older than me so my junior year she was done running and she ran the 10k sometimes and I beat her time and I was like this is the best thing because she like normally was always ahead of me in, in high school and stuff um so yeah and I cried afterwards and I hugged my parents and it was just a good moment so that was like I just will never forget that moment but yeah that's awesome. I love it. Yeah, that's great. So many cool moments that I think running has 
provided you, it sounds like, you know, you got to travel, you got to make really good friends, and then you've gotten to have these, you know, successes that are really personal to you. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean you, you know, qualified for something really big or wonderful, but it's a personal, huge success. That's pretty awesome. The Terror Girls podcast is brought to you by Cleveland Coffee and Market, your place for treats and gifts downtown. Located on 1st Street, we're open 7.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. every day of the week. Cleveland Coffee and Market, your place for coffee downtown. All right. One uh, more question that's kind of like, oh, (laughs) Um, I'm just curious if you don't have an answer, it's okay. But what obstacle are you most proud of overcoming? Um, Like in running? It can be, or maybe, you know, maybe it's an injury and it's related to running, or maybe it's just like, I did really well in my studies while being a college athlete. And I'm proud of that. It could be whatever, whatever. Um, gosh, that's hard. Um, we dig deep here on yeah, Terror Girls. We try. Sometimes we, <laughs> sometimes we like go from like, you know, zero to like 300. We're like, oh, what's your favorite food? Tell us your life story. <laughs> Tell us your deepest, darkest secrets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, probably, uh, this is not very deep, but the academics is, I mean, that made me think like when you said about the academics and stuff, um, yeah, it was, I feel like the entire time it was hard and there were so many times, like I can even think back to my freshman year and there were some classes that I was like, this is like, I'm already not going to do well in college. Like it was really hard classes, but I managed to come away leaving college without getting anything less than like a B, which was just like crazy to me because I didn't think with running and with like the hard classes I was taking and like the time management, I'm very bad at managing my time. So, uh, I didn't think that was going to work in my favor, but I powered through. So I would say that was something that I'm pretty proud of, but yeah, I mean, small injuries and stuff, always like proud to get through those, but I was like blessed to not have anything huge in college, knock on wood. But yeah, like I know some, some people who have really gone through a lot and I haven't had to do that. So yeah. That's awesome. I have uh, one more question kind of related. We mentioned that you've been running, you did your undergrad at Lee and now you're getting your uh, master's degree and you're still running in college. Can you tell the listeners, I thought this was pretty interesting to learn from you just personally about um, your eligibility and how that changed during COVID um, and how you're still able to have like years of eligibility. And this has really affected probably all college athletes who were eligible during the years of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So like you just said, there's most people who were in the 20, what was it like the 2020 to 2021 season, every athlete in NCAA should have another year. So like most people from now, well, the two years ahead of me and like one year behind me, almost every person, you'll see a lot of people taking a fifth year, which isn't as common because of that. Um, so so like you said, what happened was during COVID, we weren't able to run, Um, and so since runners have three seasons, like if you play like volleyball or something, you only have one season of the year. So it's like, you'll get back that one season, but with running, it's a little bit more confusing because you have three seasons and COVID started obviously in the spring. So like we ran cross country, we ran indoor and then track was when we went home and like everything got cut off. So it was like, we ran half the year, we got half of our seasons out of the way, but we get some back. Um, so there was, I couldn't even tell you off the top of my head, which ones we got back, but I know I had a cross country season that we 
didn't like officially do because of COVID. We still ran except the one semester that we went home from like March to the end of like the beginning of the summer, we went home for good from Lee. Um, and except that, except that one track season, we came back that next, that next, like after the summer, we ran cross country season, we ran indoor track, but the seasons didn't count because NCAA didn't host a national championship. So they're not going to count that against every team because if they can't host nationals, it's not like, I don't know, it's not as official. Um, so they didn't host nationals for basically one full year, track, indoor and outdoor or uh, cross country, indoor and outdoor track. Um, so I got back one full year of eligibility because even though I ran during COVID, it didn't count. Um, so that's how I'm able to be here for a fifth year. And then apparently we got an extra track season back too. Um, so I should be able to run for this whole year plus a sixth year of track um, also because of COVID. So, yeah. That's great. That seems very fair. You know, I do remember like when all those national championships and NCAA things were getting canceled, it seems so unfair to kids who were seniors or kids who, you know, you only have what you think is four years of eligibility. So that's so great to hear that you're able to kind of extend your college career because of what you missed out on. Yeah. Yeah. And you can, you can do the same. Um, like it's not just going to disappear after everyone with COVID goes through, like the same thing can happen if you're injured and you miss a year, um, or miss a season here and there, like you can, you can miss one or two seasons because of injury. So you can always like people can come back for a fifth year or you can just redshirt even if you're not injured. Um, some people will redshirt just so that they can come back their fifth year and be more fit than they were their freshman year. Um, so it's, it's very common. It's just COVID added like a whole nother year that people weren't expecting to have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, that is really cool. All right. Before we wrap things up here, I'm just curious, do you have any favorite athletes, like anyone that you draw inspiration from that you'd be super excited to meet in person? Kind of like the one time Brittany met Des in person <laughs> and basically stopped functioning. Well, and, and uh, I was pretty normal with Des. It was Molly Seidel yeah. that I was so weird. And then I met, um, who was the other one? Oh, Dina, Dina Castor. You uh, like stopped being a normal oh, Listeners and Olivia, what happened was <laughs> we were at this trade show in Austin and it's a big deal. It's a TRE and we walk in and she sees Brittany sees Dina Castor talking mm -hmm. to these other fans, being super normal, just chatting with these guys. And you started to just like almost just inch your way over to like get in front I, of these guys to like, I wanted to interrupt them. And I was like, and Tip was like, stop. Down. Like, what are you doing? Wait your turn. I was like, oh my gosh, it's Dina Castor. And at first I really wanted to walk away. Like I didn't want to talk to her. I was too nervous, but Tip was like, oh my gosh, she's one of your, you know, you had a poster of her when you were a kid. Like, yeah. Like you love her. Like, let's say hi. So then I was like, okay, you're right. So then I start to worm my way into the conversation she's already having with, with other strangers. people. Yeah. I was like, sweet, sweet. Anyways, the point was, I'm sure you wouldn't be nearly as weird as Brittany, but <laughs> do you have any favorite athletes? Um, she is one of them for sure. I didn't, I didn't really know of her like you did. I'm sure when you were younger. Um, but I read her book like two years ago and it was like, life-changing in like a mental sense and just how I viewed running and it's a really good book it's called I'm sure you guys have read it but it's called let your mind run and I loved it so since then I think it would be amazing to meet her um not necessarily because I saw her as like a running idol when I was young but because her book was so good and it like 
was so inspiring. Um, but another runner that I keep up with a lot, um, Colleen Quigley, she's, yeah, she's a really good steepler. Um, and yeah, has done a lot of big races. So I think that'd be really cool to meet her. I'm trying to think of other people. Craig Engels is just like a, a classic mm-hmm. on like the guy of things. I always think of women, but, um, he's, he's just funny and he has like so much personality. I think it would be really funny to meet him too. And to just like run with him or something, but yeah, I love it. That's awesome. So one last question, um, in to be successful in competitive running cross country track and field, is there any, uh, personality traits or qualities that you think help people be successful in addition to being a good runner? Of course. Um, what else do you have to do to be successful in competitive running? Um, I think like personality wise, like I have run with people and been friends with people that I never thought I'd be friends with just because of running has bonded us. So personality, I think you can be like anything in the world and still be a good runner. But I think like the difference that sets people apart from being a good runner and not is, um, I, I guess just like not being lazy. Um, but like to go along with that, like the perseverance to not give up. Cause it, it does like suck sometimes. And like, it sucks waking up at five 30 every morning to have to go run. Um, and especially I always say this to my friends, like jokingly, but like, if I didn't have a team and a coach to run with, like, I don't know if I would have the, the, like the mental capacity to keep going. Cause it's really hard. Um, and so sometimes I like, I'm, I'm always very thankful for my team for that reason. Um, and many other reasons, but yeah, I, it takes a lot of determination. So if you can find like a reason to do it and to like really stick to it, um, that'll get you through. But I would say like determination, personality trait. Yeah. That's a great answer. I think it's interesting. Even like you're saying, you know, if you didn't have a team and a coach, you don't know if you would do it. Like even reading a lot of these, um, professional athletes, like, um, memoirs and autobiographies and stuff. Like even the professional athletes have running groups, whether it's sponsored by, you know, um, shoe brands or, or sports brands, like they have groups where they train for the Olympics and they train for these things with coaches. Mm-hmm. It's like, like so much better for your, just your mental health and to like, to actually enjoy the sport, to be with other people. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you can't do it alone you can, but it's going to get boring pretty fast. So yeah. Absolutely. And determination for sure. I feel like even if you just started getting off the couch and deciding that you want to run a 5k for the first time ever in your life, like even that person has to have some determination. So all right. So we are going to wrap this up and we ask all of our guests, what advice would you give to two kinds of people? What advice would you give to a new runner? And what advice would you give to a seasoned runner, someone who's been running a, a long time? Um, from my perspective, is that what you're asking? Yeah, like, absolutely. What, um, to a new runner, um, one thing that I would probably say is find a group of people to run with because ever since I started running, it's always been easier to run with people. Um, whether it's one person or 10, 15, 20 people, it's just always easier to run with people. Um, for a time in my life, that was my sister. Um, and then it was my team at Lee and stuff, but I mean, there's, there's going to be days where you just want to be alone and that's okay. But for the most part, to keep yourself going for the long run, it's much easier to have people. 
Um, so that's what I would say to a new runner, stick to it and find people. Cause those people will help you stick to it. Um, and then for a seasoned runner, um, uh, probably set goals, like attainable goals, but goals that are like going to push you because if you're just doing the same thing over and over again, I mean, I've experienced this even just like not PRing for a while, like it sucks. It makes you want to stop. Um, obviously I can't just stop in the middle of my season, but like I said, if I didn't have a coach or something like, yeah, I would probably be really tempted to stop after a year or two of not having very good races or something. Um, so, um, yeah, I would say set some like attainable goals, even if you have to like take a step back and like say like, okay, it's been three years. I haven't reached this goal. Like let's do, let's think about something else or like, or try to change my training plan or reach out to someone who like, could write a training plan for you to like get to that goal or like, yeah, just seek help if you need it. Um, and yeah, just set goals to be determined. That's what I would say is yeah. Great advice. That's great advice. And you have great experience giving advice to, um, new runners, seasoned runners, non-runners, people looking to get active when you worked in the store. And so people, I know customers always really appreciated your perspective and we definitely did too. Um, So for our final lap question, you can take this as you will, as you would like related to running or not. One year from now, what do you hope you will have accomplished? Um, Obviously the first thing that pops to mind is running. So we'll start with that. Um, Just for the team that I'm on right now, now um and my running goals i would say to make it to nationals and cross country um we were like the there's like this running um company it's like an instagram account but they have their own website and stuff and they rank like college teams every week leading up to nationals basically like every week of the season they rank them and our team was ranked number 10 this week so that was exciting um our girls team so um hopefully we'll make it if we're ranked number 10, but, um, just making it to nationals is exciting. Like, obviously it's a big deal to like run well at nationals and to do well, but making it there is always just like super exciting for me. So, um, that would be my goal to make it and to just do well, do my best. Um, and then one of my biggest goals just in college has always been to just go to nationals individually for track. So like in track, you don't make it as a team, you make it, you have to make it for yourself, for your own event. Um, so like I said, I was close my junior year, um, missed it by a couple spots, like 15 seconds in the 10 K or something. Um, so it was close and I'm hoping to get back to that and to make it to nationals in the 10 K. So that would be my goal in a year from now. I would love to see myself <laughs> running or have run at nationals. Um, and, uh, I guess most of my life right now revolves around running in classes. So I would say a year from now, I would also just hope to be succeeding in my master's because there's some challenging courses like finance and stuff is not good for me, but it's challenging. And I'm just hoping that I can, uh, yeah, get through it and get A's if possible. So yeah. That's awesome. That's great. Those are awesome goals. We will be rooting for you for sure. Yeah, absolutely. We believe in you, Olivia. You're incredible. And uh, we know that you're going to succeed in whatever you do, uh, whether that's running your MBA and and onward. So thank you so much for joining us over Zoom for the Terror Girls podcast. It's been a blast to see you and reconnect. And uh, we'll be following along with it. You're running at West Texas A&M, right? Just clarifying that. So, you know, if our listeners want to 
get on West Texas A&M. Let me, mm-hmm. Let's just track Olivia's uh, success as she uh, just continues on with her season. Definitely do that. But thank you so much. Yeah, it was great to, to chat with you again. And we miss you on Team Tara for sure. Mm-hmm. So you have big fans in Cleveland. Oh, thank you guys. I miss you guys too. I'm Brittany. And I'm Tiffany. And we're the Terra Girls. Inspiring people one runner at a time. The Terra Girls podcast is brought to you by Terra Running Company, Cleveland's specialty running store. Named one of the best running stores in the country, Terra Running Company offers top-notch customer service and all the best running and walking brands. Whatever you need to support your active lifestyle, we've got it. Carrying brands like Hoka, Brooks, On, and New Balance, we also have the best fit specialists to help you find the best shoe for you. Open seven days a week in downtown Cleveland or 24-7 at terrorunning.com.